Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, great to have you with us on this beautiful Monday morning. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three. It's beautiful. It's tremendous. Uh, tremendous start to the week. Uh, we've got the uh, bingo card, brand new bingo card, which will be pinned to the top of our Twitter page at Pat Unleashed, uh, and it starts in the upper left hand corner with cluster uh, event. <laughs> uh, mostly peaceful protest. That's going to be almost a free square. Then uh, this particular sound. Which really, we don't play much anymore because Jeffy sort of ruined it. He stole it from you. He uses it every other word now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Keith is hangry. Uh. Drowning polar bear. Is uh. that from? No, that's your. That's your. There you go. That. that that's okay. It. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. By all that is good and holy. Uh, probably another free square ish. <laughs> uh, Gadon the American. Pull every last one of your soldiers, spies, security, security advisors, advisors, trainers, attaches, hairdressers, interior decorators, from Afghanistan to Zanzibar. It's been too long. So much as one single American soldier or spy <laughs> remain on Islamic yes. soil, right? It shall be considered sufficient justification yeah. for to, us continue to continue our defensive <laughs> You know, the, uh, I'm sorry, but if you call it Islamic. Instead yeah, of Islamic. And, and jihad instead yeah, of jihad. That's worth a drone in. It is. Yeah. And he got one. So. <laughs> uh, because we hate. The next square. Uh, we have one from uh, Joe Biden. Which, uh, this. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Racist. Oops. Uh-oh. Wealthy kids. Wealthy Black kids. 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 Asian kids. Kids who Hard. climb on rocks. Tough kids. Sissy kids. Even kids with chicken chicken pox, pox? are almost as good as white kids. <laughs> okay, almost. So, <laughs> just over and over, this guy. Ah, that's just Joe. That's his way. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he doesn't think there's any diversity in the black community. He said it multiple times. Ah, that's just Joe being Joe. I mean, seriously. It, ah, it's just Joe. If Keith. someone like slips a racist comment into their conversation during a day. We should just start calling. It, oh, you pulled a Biden. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, it's just kind of to that point. Repetitive with this guy. Then we've got uh, it's criminal. Uh, then uh, next line starts out with an oldie but a goodie from Barack Obama. I chose my friends carefully. Mm-hmm. The more politically active black students, Chicanos. the foreign students, the Chicanos, Chicano, the Marxist professors, Marxist. And structural feminists, and punk rock performance poets. Structural feminists. We smoke cigarettes and wore Sick. leather jackets. At night in the dorms, we discussed neocolonialism. Oh, yeah. Oh, rebels, Spanol, man. Eurocentrism and patriarchy. <laughs> Eurocentrism. When we ground out our cigarettes uh, in the hallway carpet, wow. we set our stereo so loud that the walls began to shake. We're yeah. so we were tough. resisting bourgeois society's stifling constraints. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, mm. someone like that amounted to nothing. Yep. They didn't become president of the United States. Uh, it's a sad commentary on our society. It sure that you is. Did. I tell you, I know in college uh, we we weren't discussing neo-colonialism. We were playing NHLPA hockey on a Sega Genesis. <laughs> but who am I to judge? Yeah, but were you playing them with Marxist professors and Chicanos? <sighs> I would have kicked their asses if I was. Uh, Jeffy talking about being athletically overweight, mm-hmm. uh, ruin ruining a heartwarming story. We're good at that. that <laughs> that's easy. Uh, unplanned donation. That's usually. Uh, a reference to the to the looters. Mm-hmm. 
the scream. I believe you have that. Uh, no, Martin hit us with Icelandic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Icelandic scream. <laughs> Person, woman, man, camera, TV. That was from the, <laughs> That's, um, the cognitive test yes. that President Trump took. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, this from Hillary. Um, I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> so good. Uh, I will thank you not to mock. <laughs> Al Roker and one of my favorites of all time. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped, pooped my, my pants. pants. What? I mean, you pooped in your pants. I, 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 I pooped my, my pants. pants. You did what? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> Jeffy excuses something shady. Oh. Another free square. <laughs> Keith plugs uh, his At The Mic podcast. Oh, that's right. In fact, uh, Jason Buttrell mm. is this week's guest. Chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we explained something to Judy. <laughs> and then, oh, this is a, an oldie, but an incredible goodie. I personally believe <laughs> that U.S. Americans mm-hmm. are unable to do so. Because? Because uh, some... some. People, people out, there out there in our nation don't have maps. Don't have maps. And, uh, and uh, I believe uh, that our ed- education, like such as in like such South as. Africa and <laughs> South uh, Africa, Iraq, the everywhere Iraq. like such as. Everywhere and, like such as, which wow. is what we're looking for there. Thank you, Miss South Carolina. Everywhere like such as. <laughs> Keep in mind, that was from 2007. <laughs> and it's still, still a hit to this day. <laughs> uh, subtle nuances and gobbledygook. Hmm. 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 That's one I'm not. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, we'll. Uh, Double the gook. Okay. We'll, we'll. It'll be obvious when we use that one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that should stand out. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Over the weekend, uh, things continued to just get better and better in our in our society. Huh. Yeah, there were so there the protesters now. The BLM protesters are making their way to the suburbs and to wealthy neighborhoods and taking out their ire on just anybody and everybody even people who agree with them which i i it's great i guess because this has got to piss some people off in the middle of the night wandering through georgetown here's uh black lives matter protesters Wake your asses up. Wow. They've got bullhorns. They're banging on pots and pans. Uh, just making sure everybody's awake. And They are showing up in suburbs all across <clears throat> America and in many cases getting a beat down. In many cases, what are you going to do but give them a beat down? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to call the cops. Are the cops going to come? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, because uh, they don't want to get involved with this. They warned the suburbs. They said, you're next. Yep. And here they are. Going through suburbs. These are liberals. Uh, Georgetown, filled with right. liberals. Right. These are people who agree with Black Lives Matter. And you're going through their neighborhood, trying to, on purpose, in the middle of the night, waking them up. And that helps you how? How does that help you in any way? Uh, I would, if it's my neighborhood, I'm going to be really pissed and somewhat concerned. And I might be like the McCluskeys and show up outside with a little show of force. 
just to let you know, you better stay away from my house and my my family because you're not getting in here. I don't know what your intention is. When you're walking through a neighborhood in the dead of night, yelling and screaming and using bullhorns. How do I know what you're going to do? I don't know what your intent is. It's just, it's crazy. This is absolutely nuts. And they just keep doing it. And it's the new normal. <laughs> I hate that. I, <laughs> I just hate it. But I mean, it, it not, not only applies to like a COVID-19 conversation, mm-hmm. but it's what's happening in our streets too. I think I've mentioned before um, the protest in Houston when I was when I lived in Houston. And I think it was like 2003 or 4 or 5. I don't know, in there somewhere. Where the uh, janitors oh. in the downtown buildings went on strike. So all the janitors went on strike. We're not going to clean buildings anymore. We, yeah. I don't know. They're making certain demands. I don't well, remember Houston what Houston is were. a city that can't go along without a cleaning. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's for sure. With that <laughs> heat and humidity. Ooh-wee. But yeah. they bust in all kinds of uh, protesters uh, from <laughs> unions like, uh, 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 whatchamacallit? SEIU. SEIU. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where they were from. And they drove into intersections and dumped garbage in the middle of the intersections. <laughs> what? People didn't appreciate that. They didn't. That didn't get anybody on their side. Mm-mm. So, I. Why do they keep doing this? Yeah. Where, where they're antagonizing people who otherwise might side with them. Right. Peta dumped a huge <clears throat> truckload of chicken poop in the middle of a main intersection in Atlanta years ago. Not a good way. Did their ranks swell after that? Oh Kinda my goodness. It. So now that there's chicken poop, now I see your point. I'm going to join PETA. Thanks for making my life worse. Yeah. Uh, now I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's just bizarre. And so this tactic, you got to believe would backfire on them, especially in liberal neighborhoods. I love that they're doing it because uh, you're not winning friends and in influencing people in your in the in the way you want to, I wouldn't think anyway. Uh, unless the world is so upside down now yeah, that waking people up in the middle of the night actually yeah. endears them to your cause. I don't know. Who knows, man? Jeez. Who knows what works? Really true. Now, I mean, I don't know. The, all the rules have changed in our society. We're completely upside down. So <laughs> maybe this is exactly the right to- the li- the right tactic for them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Meanwhile, Dr. Fauci uh, had some more interesting things to say. Uh, He said on Friday that the chances of scientists creating a highly effective vaccine, one that provides 98% or more guaranteed protection, are slim. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Chances are not, not great. They're not great. You've got to think of the vaccine as a tool to be able to get the pandemic to no longer be a pandemic, but to be something that's well controlled. Uh, and he said the chances of that are just not, are not great. All right. Well, then okay. I guess we can get back to business as usual, huh? At some point, at some point, that's exactly what we have to do. I think no vaccines coming y'all back to work, back to school, back to mm. life the way we knew it. You know, and the interesting thing about this, uh, level of control that they have going uh, right now on the American people. It's working so well oh, that they've got American citizens helping them enforce oh. the encroachment of our rights to the point where they're so vehement about it that they will pepper spray people in the face who are not wearing masks. 
that they will threaten them, that, that you know, people have been shot. Now, on both sides, people are uh, pretty excitable on both sides of the mask debate. But they've got people that they've enlisted without even asking them. They've enlisted uh, the American people's help in uh, shaming others into being compliant. It's really amazing. <laughs> really pretty amazing. Now, now we hear from our number one medical expert, the guy who uh, everybody turns to. We're not even going to have a really effective, highly effective vaccine. So we can always, I guess, continue down this path of masks and social distancing. This is just our, our, re, our new reality. Well, I mean, but it's Fauci. So he's probably wrong. Probably means like the greatest vaccine so. ever created with no side effects. You got to hope. Peace and harmony. It's just a couple weeks away. Fauci says one's not coming. But look, why not just make it optional? Just like the seasonal flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. Everybody that wants to take it. Go ahead. Take it. And the rest of us can live our lives. All right? We good? No, we're not. Of course not. Because no, we're not. Because there's no level of control in that <clears throat> scenario. Yeah, right. And they're enjoying this level of control. And they don't ever want to let it go. And so they just, we just keep getting further and further down that path. There's a Nashville councilwoman <laughs> who wants a, attempted murder charges for people who, who, uh, who pass on the virus with, and they're not wearing a mask. So if somebody gets the virus from you, and I don't know how you prove this, and you're not wearing a mask, she wants you charged with attempted murder. I, I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> attempted murder! Yeah, I don't know that you have to have the actual virus involved in the scenario. It's just the fact so that just, you're not wearing the mask, and therefore you could be spreading it, and you could be getting someone else sick, and they could then die from it, so you could then, in her perfect scenario, be charged with attempted murder. Yeah, the way it's put is, uh, she suggested this week that people who do not wear a face mask but but spread coronavirus... Oh, you have to spread it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, again... Should be hit it. with attempted murder or murder charges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> murder charges. So if, if somebody around you, I guess, and you're not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. gets coronavirus, we just assume it came from you because yeah. you didn't have a mask on, and if they die, you're charged with murder. Well, we're going to contact trace you mm-hmm. everywhere you go, everybody you interact with. So we're going to okay. figure out a way to well, pin this on you. Yeah, so you might have multiple murder charges. You could get the death penalty. Oh, my gosh. You could be a special s- circumstances. Serial killer. Uh-huh. Unmasked serial right. killer. Right. On the loose. Be, uh, be careful if you're out at the Kroger later today. You might see him. That is nuts. That's how crazy people are. That's how crazy this whole thing has become. And these are elected officials. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. City councilwoman in a you know fairly large city, Nashville. This is that same city, Nashville. Boy, what has happened there? Whose mayor said, yeah, we should jack the property taxes up to pay for all the cool stuff we want. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's... We're not paying nearly enough in Texas. I know that. <laughs> the property tax is atrocious here. It's yeah. out of control here. Sure is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh twenty twenty has reminded us about the importance of self reliance. If it's done uh anything, it's done that. We've seen COVID, civil unrest, and we've seen how that brings out the worst in people. And the fact is the police can't be everywhere all at once. That's why it's so important to be properly trained if you're a gun owner. 
iTarget Pro, one of the best ways to dry fire train with your gun at home using their proprietary app and laser bullet. It's really convenient. It's really safe. And it's going to save you a ton of money on ammunition. Plus, you don't need to wear a mask to use it because you're at home. And so far, in most cities, you don't have to wear a mask while you're in your own home. Hmm. Keep your fingers crossed that that continues. <laughs> Dry fire training will develop muscle memory. It'll help you with target reaction speed, side alignment, trigger function, all kinds of things. And it comes in uh, all the major calibers including 223 and 556 so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm and right now you can save 10% plus free shipping when you use the offer code pat don't let circumstances dictate whether or not you are going to train take back control with iTarget Pro that's the letter i then targetpro.com itargetpro.com offer code pat beware Gray is unleashed. Yeah. All right. On the other hand, uh, just to add some, you know, some positive news. Oh, good. I like to it. this environment. I need it. A Democrat New York City Council person. Bad start. But it is. It seems like it. <laughs> it's not promising, Pat. But <laughs> this particular council person uh, thanked Donald Trump. For making him aware of hydroxychloroquine, which just saved his life, he says. Oh, well, now I know where the next protest is going to be. Out in front of this city councilman's <laughs> right. house. That's for sure. What? There's no efficacy and therapeutic efficacy in that at all. What efficacy. are you saying? Yeah, that's my new favorite. Uh-huh. There's no therapeutic efficacy. <laughs> yeah, that's close to what I want to say about it. <laughs> uh, it was... You know, this drug has been, of course, instantly transformed into a political football. Uh, and the minute, from the minute Donald Trump said it could be a game changer, and that was back on March 19th, since being hopeful about the drug, uh, Trump's adversaries <laughs> have been completely against hydroxychloroquine while his supporters are optimistic about it. And this Democratic politician has come out to proclaim hydroxychloroquine saved his life after a near-death battle with with the uh, disease. Paul Vallone credits it with saving his life as he fought against the uh, respiratory disease. He represents Queens. He said, it basically saved me. He was extremely ill in March. Situation was dire because he already suffers from sarcoidosis, Mm. an incurable autoimmune disease that mostly affects lungs and lymph glands so boy he sounds yeah definitely high risk oof. we were in panic mode when i went down because i didn't have a lot of immune response i needed something to stay alive mm-hmm. couldn't breathe very weak couldn't get out of bed my doctor prescribed it my pharmacy had it took it that day and within two to three days i was able to breathe he took hydroxychloroquine along with the z-pack and within a week he was back on his feet okay but again Trump likes it, so right. So he's, he's gotta they got to be at his house. Find another way tonight. to survive, man. <laughs> right? Okay. Seriously, that's disqualified. Trump likes it, so uh, we're gonna have to uh, figure out some other form of treatment. And the guy is was aware of it because Trump made such right? a big deal out of it. I'd like to know how often this has happened. I'd like to know how many lives have been saved in that way. 
Uh, yeah, whatever happened to if it just saves one life? Yes. Uh, that's Where did that go? Completely out the window now. Yeah, where did that one go? Right. <laughs> if it just saves one, one life, life, unless Trump likes it and endorses it, then it's not worth then we're, yeah. a thousand or a million lives. Just, uh, what a sick world. What a country, man. I know. It's, uh, we have lost our world. minds. It's quite and a it world no that we've got going here. It back either. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, on the college football front, no, no, again, again with with the stories. Mm-hmm. This is why you go out of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop! Mm-hmm. No, don't do this. Oh, I'm sure everything's fine. It's all going to work out. Everything's awesome when you're part of a team. Mm-hmm. These guys are all part of a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I turned my phone off for like a hundred hours. <clears throat> Did you? And uh, it's about to go back off after stories like this. Mm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, did he win? He won the Heisman last year, didn't he? Did he win the I'm Heisman? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think he did. No, no, no. That was Burrow. You mean the year before? Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. Did Lawrence win it the year before as That's a sophomore? That's a great question. Weird. Uh, yeah, because I think he's won already. What? How quickly we Maybe forget. Not. Yeah. I, we, no kidding. So much has happened, yeah, though. Yeah. We've lived a lot of life as a country no in kidding. the last couple of months. Jeez. Uh, we don't have room for uh, frivolous stuff like football, apparently. Uh, so, Trevor Lawrence, who's a quarterback at Clemson, Justin Fields, Ohio State, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they want, they're calling for a players union in a hashtag we want to play message. Yeah, Lawrence Good. Has, has not. One. He has not yet. Nope. Oh, okay. It was, so basically, if you go back, Joe Burrow, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's Lamar right. Jackson. Yeah, that's Johnny, right. Johnny Manziel. Gosh. Wow. Anyway. Completely out of football. He's being boycotted. Uh, why isn't Johnny Manziel in the NFL? How many days is it now? Should we count that up too? <laughs> yeah. And why does this <laughs> list skip three years? 14, 15, 13. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So Johnny Manziel. Yeah, I know. We're going to get off on another tangent here. But mm-hmm. boy, you talk about... Guy who just wasted it all. Yeah, no kidding. Anyhow, so but now two, two of the biggest names in college football yeah. have called for a players' union uh, in the face of the significant uncertainty of whether there will be a season at all this year. They took to Twitter with a list of demands. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, here we go. They want to play, but they've got this list of demands that can't possibly be met. Okay. It can't. I mean, this can't happen. It will ruin college football if you do this. Among those demands was the right to use our voices to establish open communication and trust between players and officials. Okay. Okay, so talk. You can do that. So talk and we'll we listen. Got it. All right. Next. What, what's your next demand there? Ultimately creating a college football players association. Nope. Bye. The, Go the to list. Class. So they want a union. Yep. Asinine. They're Teamsters. The list also includes the desire for universal health and safety procedures for all conferences. They've already got that. Yeah. You already have that. Guaranteed eligibility for players, and I think the NCAA is working on that too. I, th- I think they're going to whether allow they want to play this year or not. Okay, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah, you can opt out of the season. I'm, nobody's going to say no. But will your will your and then it runs into some you know complications because can you keep your scholarship next year when there's a slew of other guys, new guys coming in, and they need scholarships too? You can only have 85 unless the NCAA just wipes out the limit and just says mm. okay for. Five years, you can have as many scholarships as you need, because of or they boost it to a hundred or whatever. That'd be the only way. Mm. And let's go back. Maybe we give them a union, and they have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. But that just means 
so we can hear your voice. Doesn't you, mean you get like a veto-proof right power or something like that. But sure, you have a union. Yeah, you I know. mean, would that be a big deal? Yeah. yeah, I just don't want them to be able to, you know, vote the way players' unions do. No, we're not playing. Clemson running back Darian Rencher explained he and Lawrence met with representatives of every Power Five conference via Zoom to take a step toward one collective voice. Oh. And see, now Lawrence has been, he's been saying, let's play, let's go, guys, come on, let's play. They got a hold of him, and now he's part of the union, the pro-union movement. Yep. Neat. Now, this comes after the Pac-12 athletes came together with a We Are United message that was posted on the Players' Tribune. That's what did it. The players threatened to sit out if officials did not meet their demands, including addressing systemic racism in collegiate sports and society uh, and providing clear COVID-19 safety measures. Obviously, the safety measures, completely fine, completely reasonable. But the Pac-12 and football in general, the NCAA, cannot... End racism in society. Well, then they're not trying hard enough. I love this. I love this. End racism in society. Well, I don't know. Let's start with the Democratic nominee. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that momentarily. <laughs> uh, the message also called for the ability for athletes to make money through name, image, and likeness rights. I mm. don't have a problem with that, actually. Yeah. I, Go I, ahead. Sure. If you can if you can make money by selling your jersey mm-hmm. and you get a portion of the proceeds, I think that's great. As far as taking half the proceeds that come into football, I think you've completely changed the nature of the college game at that point. Elsewhere, Big Ten football players released a Big Ten Unity proposal through the Players' Tribune, asking for more oversight and transparency about the handling of COVID-19. That's reasonable. The protocols are fine. Uh, Lawrence's latest tweet comes after he pleaded for there to be a college football season. And he was saying, actually, look, you're just as likely to get it if we don't play than if we do. Right. So let's play. And like Keith said, then they got a hold of him and now he's Mr. Unionized. They want health insurance and all this fun stuff. These these athletic facilities on campuses, Campi, they uh, they have it better than the student body does. Uh-huh. Their their health services and their uh, access to trainers and 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 medical facilities are light years better than what the students have access to. So I don't know what what they <laughs> help us. It's, it's Marxism gets its claws into every aspect of society, if not to overtake, then just to disrupt and just ruin the quality of life. And that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yay. Uh, the the uh, the MAC conference mm-hmm. canceled their whole season. Yep, they're and- going to play in the spring against who? Okay, first of all, that's a conference that no one's watching, Nobody regardless cares. of what time right. of year you're playing. I'm sorry, except for the fact that we had a game scheduled with Northern okay. Illinois, so that's but general- game number seven. Generally canceled. speaking, that's that Wednesday night game or Friday night game. Or yeah, it heck, is. Who knows what? That's it's right. the background game that you have on in the room, uh-huh. but nobody's eyes are on it for more than three seconds at a time. Yes. Okay, so they've canceled, mm-hmm. and we're going to learn this week, because all the Power 5 conferences are getting together. Thank you, Big Ten, for starting this momentum, getting together to probably cancel the season outright for all the major Oh, they're going to talk about it, yeah. I mean, they, they've got these meetings scheduled. We have um, hmm. Pac-12 and uh, somebody meeting... Um, 
to Tuesday. Thursday is the SEC. They might move up these meetings and just pull the plug before then. It's it's devastatingly bad how how bad the outlook is right now. And I was surprised you hadn't heard the uh, doomsday prophecies that have been floated out there this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. there have been doomsday prophecies for this a while. This one sounds like it's all but a given at this point. Okay, if I wear a mask everywhere, can we have college football? Please, mm. what do you want me to do? Please, <laughs> Overton window me on this. I just... Mm. Oh. I wish that's what they were doing, but I think, yeah, uh, it's it might be inevitable yeah. that they just stop it, which would really be uh, sad, tragic, devastating. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word we're looking for. Devastating. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, next thing you know, there's going to be like <clears throat> 5.1 Richter scale earthquakes in North, North Carolina, Carolina somewhere, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a crazy year this 2020 is. Uh, yep. Yeah. Seriously. What's I, next? Well, we'll tell you in a second here. <laughs> yeah, we're afraid we to plenty. ask. That's a loaded question this year, man. We got plenty <laughs> that's coming your way. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty-three Happy Monday, huh? More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Ray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Lone Peak Patron tweets: BLM doesn't care if people agree with them; they're just there to cause chaos. Yep, yep. Protesters themselves have no agenda; just useful idiots. Uh, Keystone Pig: BLM tactics will one day be remembered as what not to do to win people to your cause. Uh, Comrade Snoobage. I doubt Pat has to worry about rioters coming to his local area since there are no roads to his house. No, 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 no. That's if I'm a rioter. Yeah, you wouldn't have that's to worry true. about it. Yeah, there are other there are other people that do have uh-huh. you know, a path to my house. Uh, but for some reason <laughs> everything's torn up it's between my house crazy. and Keith. Yeah, it's weird. Really weird. Uh Paul Tertelis. Start following Antifa members home to mom and dad's house and waking them up during the day. <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, yeah, but see, they I'd live in the basement. i to see the turnabout. I know. And so it's kind of soundproof, unfortunately. <laughs> I may be nuts, but maybe not. Tweets uh, regarding Fauci's comments. By the time we have an effective vaccine, the virus will have burned out already. Yeah, I saw something like the peak was uh, July 18th somewhere. Where did I see really? that? Yeah. Oh, boy. Where did I read that? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, anyway. So, oh, you find it. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll read B to Bodines. Keith, Keith, Keith. You mm. can't worry about saving even one life when you're trying to destroy a country. Come on, man. Yeah, sorry. In the words of Joe Biden. Mm. Come on, man. Yeah, let's see. So the number of new cases per week has steadily decreased since the week of July 12th. Oh, okay. So for basically a month now, we've been, the trajectory's been going down uh, mm. in the United States. Uh, so I think it was the United States. Anyhow, whatever. Just, <laughs> I don't care anymore. You know? I don't even check the numbers anymore. Yeah. They're, point, they're pointless numbers to begin with. Pointless. <laughs> they are. I mean, when you're, when you're shoving old people with, or when you're shoving uh, COVID patients into old folks' homes, What's going to happen? I mean, these numbers have been nobody could have foreseen that, except everyone. (laughs) Other than everyone, nobody foresaw that, 
And at the time, at the time, everybody knew old people were at much greater risk than anybody else. And he did it anyway. Right. Here, here's where I'm at. Not that it really matters, but here's where I'm at on the virus. The virus can affect some people more severely than others. Mm-hmm. Okay? We agree on that. Okay? But it's very rare that it's going to be this catastrophic thing. It's not... It doesn't rise... It is very to, rare. Right. It's There's not, no It doesn't rise that. to the level of global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay? But these numbers are a separate issue. You can't trust those because of how they're manufactured on the death certificates and the and you see where the funding goes to the the places that, that right. need it and um, there's they, money involved. If, if there's so money involved. Excuse everything. So I'm completely ignoring the numbers. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, those in leadership and 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 positions of power they're not. They're not. Is it a real thing? Yes. Is it to the point where we need to dictate changing society? And oh no. my gosh, you see little kids. That this is their. <laughs> This is their memory right now, mm-hmm. and they are living this nightmare, mm-hmm. having their childhoods and, quite frankly, their futures just robbed before our eyes. And for what, man? These numbers are manufactured. It's it, it, what a nightmare. Yeah, we have set up. I, I I believe this thing is real. Right. I, it's certainly not a hoax. I just think it's overhyped. Yes. So I'm kind of in the middle. I don't want to. I don't want to do stupid things like. Go to a place where there's hundreds of people and nobody's wearing a mask and mingling all together like we used to. I think right now, that's probably a really bad idea. On the other hand, I don't want to wear a mask in my house. I mean, during flu season, uh, you practice common sense. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't get in people's faces. You, you when, it, when it peaks in certain areas, you mm-hmm. stop shaking hands at church and you're like, you know what, man, maybe it's time for the old hand sanitizer during this flu season. Just common sense. Yeah. If we could just apply that, but I'm telling you, you travel the country, and every town, every county, every municipality is is treating this thing completely different. And you can apply. It's COVID today, and it's going to be the vaccine tomorrow, and God knows what else beyond that. That's how it's localism, man, and it's so radically different from place to place. There's no uniformity. It's like, it's like uh, Fauci explained last week uh, why the numbers are so big here in the United States. Oh, and he was like, well, we, we we only got down to a baseline of about 20,000. And then, and then local municipalities started doing their own thing. Well, yeah, it's called the Constitution. The things that aren't mandated by the federal government are the responsibility of the states. So the states were in charge at that point. And if you want to circumvent the Constitution and throw it completely out of the win- out the window, I guess we could do that. I don't want to. I-, I don't know anybody who respects and loves the Constitution and it's gotten us this far hmm. knows that we can't just disregard the U.S. Constitution and have centralized government tell everybody what to do in every single case. You know, it, it would have been foolhardy for... South Dakota to treat the virus like New York City did. It's asinine. And who did better in the long run? Obviously South Dakota. Mm-hmm. By far. I mean, we are completely changing 180 degrees the 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 definition of freedom. Mm-hmm. Because if you really liberalize and stretch the numbers, 2% of the country has been infected and 3% of that 2% has died from it. And that's if you completely stretch the definition of what COVID is. 
Yeah, and they have. They have stretched the definition. And I I just saw that over the weekend we hit the 5 million point. Mm -hmm. You know how many people it was with with the last big pandemic, the pig flu? Tell me. It was 60 million people got it. 60 million. And we didn't even talk about it in 2009 and 10. It wasn't... I mean, it was brought up once or twice, but nobody did anything extraordinary with it. Okay, but was Donald Trump up for re-election no, in two thousand nine? No, and no he wasn't. Okay, that no, was a little bit different. So, so maybe yeah. that has a little, little something to do with it. Little something to do with that, perhaps. Election year flu. Now, not not as many people died, uh, and so the death rate was quite a bit smaller with that. But even so. I mean, you've, you're still at, uh, what, 12 times the number of people infected. Well, that's, so That's the big number now, right? That's, that's, that's what they're all touting is the cases, the cases. Yeah, the cases. As soon as they million. got to their death number that they wanted, the magic number, then they were like, okay, well, now people aren't taking it seriously because it's starting to go down a little bit. Now we got to emphasize cases on CNN. Not deaths. Where it used to be the death tally, it's now cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Man, it's just fun to see how the the other media uh, treats this because uh, it's uh, so different on CNN than it is on Fox News. Night and day. Um, Brian Stelter, uh, he's a douchebag. Uh huh. I think we've established that in the past. Accurate. <laughs> and I think he shows that again here. <laughs> Uh, is oh. this from Friday? Yeah, I think. Here's, I don't know. here's Brian on CNN. Sort of sharpen their teeth on Bill Clinton. This has been the way they've built audiences for the three decades. The power now. of negative yeah, I don't claim partisanship. I just am arguing that it's getting worse. It's getting more uh, severe. Right. Uh, Aaron, uh-huh. your view of this, you know, when you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, <laughs> is there an equivalent <laughs> to that on the left tearing down Trump? What? Uh, there really isn't. There really isn't. That is astounding. The lack of self-awareness. Are you kidding me? Thank you. Uh, let's see that one more time because that's, that's worth really uh, letting that marinate a little bit. Sort of sharpened their teeth on Bill Clinton. This has been the way they've built audiences for three decades now. Huh. Yeah, I don't want to claim it's new. I just am arguing that it's getting worse. It's getting more severe. Uh, Aaron, your view of this, you know, when you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. is there an equivalent to that on the left tearing down Trump? Uh, There there really isn't. (laughs) They're sitting there on CNN. Uh, yeah, it's a network that is <laughs> devoted twenty four seven to tearing down Donald Trump. The, the lady should have just pointed to the little CNN bug yeah, in the lower yeah. left hand corner. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can think of something. We're, uh, we're um, on it right here. CNN. Oh, that is. Mm, that, oh, who wrote that oh, question? Did he write that question? Did a producer write that question? Are I, you... It might have come off the top of his head. <laughs> because he's just responding to, oh, yeah, I know Fox has been doing this for three decades, but can you think? I mean, it's worse. Can you think of anybody doing that on the left? <laughs> no self-awareness. I, I, that is hard to believe. I know. I know. 
That's impossible to believe. Remember, remember I mean, this is wow. the same network that was like, wow. The president gets two scoops of ice cream. His guests get one. I mean, you're that network that you just described. I help us. To about the 10th power. They are so much more anti-Trump than than Fox's anti-Biden. Oh, come on now. They and MSNBC, but CNN has just gone even further than MSNBC ever went. That is just amazing. Jeez. What a doofus. Yeah. Uh, can you think of anybody on the left who's saying anything bad about Donald Trump? I can't. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> Is there a network that's equivalent? <laughs> that Fox News evil? Is there anything that's even approaching that? <laughs> we got to get over this partisanship stuff. <clears throat> you have got to be kidding me. That is... That's the funniest thing I've heard in a wow, long yeah, that, time. I mean, wow, the lack and, of self-awareness. And nobody on his little Staggering. panel was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> there is. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. Huh, I can't think of anybody. Hmm. <laughs> it's great. It is madness. That is really something else. I wouldn't have believed that unless I saw it. <laughs> like if somebody had described that, you wouldn't believe what Brian Stelter said. He said there's no equivalent on the left for people tearing down Trump the way Fox tears down. Bi- no, no, they, no, they didn't. Uh-huh. They did not say that. Roll the team. <laughs> ah, nightmare. Roll that delicious bean footage. Oh, but not Goya beans because that'll get you in trouble. Uh, yeah, or peas, Goya peas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Chrissy Teigen, right? Is that her name? Yeah. The crazy Christi- lady? Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, John Legend's wife. Yeah, yeah. So She's been very adamant about her uh, Goya boycott. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She didn't like the fact that the, the, the head of the company praised Said nice Trump. things about Trump. Right. And, of course, said, once, once you do that... Said nice things about uh, Obama, too, during the Obama administration. But that, that wasn't a problem. But, but of course, okay. this is. Yeah. This is a big problem to the point where... Uh, we must boycott Goya products. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because she did, you know, when, she as, did. As soon as that uh, the head of the company uh, praised Trump there in the Rose Garden, she took to Instagram or Twitter or where the heck she uh, hangs out in social media world. What'd she say? She was a shame. Don't, yeah, don't the, care. Uses the F word. Yeah. Don't care how good the beans taste, though. Bye-bye. Okay. Because, okay. Because the head of Goya so. praised Trump. No more no more Goya beans and, okay. and products. Right. Except she was using the product uh, over the weekend. Yeah, over the weekend she uh, was laying out the ingredients for uh, something she was uh, cooking. And there on the counter were the Goya beans, or peas in this case. Goya, right there, front and center. So, because she just said bye to the beans, right? <laughs> she didn't know. say bye to the peas, so she can still use the peas. The hypocrisy and the <sighs> do as I say, not as I do nonsense of the left just never, it never stops. <laughs> so now we got to boycott her, right? Uh, Is that where we're at now? I, 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 I can't keep up with it. So she's a cookbook author? I didn't know that. I thought she was a model. Wasn't she a big time model? 
I think at one point that's, that's where she got her. Fame. And now, she, now they're the popular cookbook author also wrote on Instagram. <laughs> there are other beans. Shop responsibly. Okay. <laughs> well, someone didn't. Uh, oh, sorry. The hired help came back with the wrong. I I specifically said no Goya products, but I can't help it that that the hired help came back with that or the. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. She got caught in her own little stupidity there, mm-hmm. her own little hypocrisy. And there's the evidence. Of course, it, the can wasn't opened, so I guess it is possible that she's just displaying it for them. Oh. Doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense either, but yeah. okay. okay. All right. Okay, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Didn't she say she was throwing them away? She was throwing out her Goya products, I Oh, thought. wow. Yeah. I don't know. You're the one that runs PR for her. Uh, what did she say there? <laughs> I don't know. They were just on display. They've been in the house for three months. And so, you know, sorry that she didn't want to waste the product. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, see, what was her suggestion? Shop responsibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Shop responsibly. Shop responsibly. Like this family here, they went to Kroger. Uh, you know, and did they, they shop responsibly? Yes, they did. They don't want to, they want to social distance properly. They want to make sure that they're. You know, insulated from all the bad stuff oh, going on. Good. Maybe we can learn. Yep. There they are. And you see the family shows up at the Kroger <laughs> wearing their uh, their bio suits. No. So there they are. They were at the meat. Of course, the family of dinosaurs. They, they got a family of three inflatable dinosaur uh, costumes uh, picking funny. out ground beef at Kroger. And uh, no one's going to be infected <laughs> as they go along their carnivorous path. Look at that. That's really it's, uh, pretty funny. Yeah. That's uh, uh, it's adorable. It is something. <laughs> it is actually kind of funny. It is funny. It is very funny. Uh, it had yeah. to be uncomfortable, and they went a long way for that bit. Yeah, but you know what? They're not wearing a mask under there, I guarantee you that. Right? I mean, that might be the way to do it. We all dress up like inflatable Is the inflatable dinosaur enough to keep the virus away from everybody? No, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I the no mask idea. isn't, so I don't... Uh, probably just as effective as the mask is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also, uh, we gotta share with you the wokeness of NASA, which they are they're now completely woke as uh as an organization. Oh, and you want that. No. In your space program. I think you really want that, don't you? We'll get into that. Yeah. The Georgia High School with the crowded halls. Everybody's seen the photo by now. Probably, look how crowded these halls are. Mm. Uh, we'll share the update on what's going on there with the wow. nine. Nine have tested positive there. Not 90 or 900, but nine. I haven't heard of this. Yeah. Uh-oh. And so we'll Uh-oh. get into that. And did Donald Trump ask to be on Mount Rushmore? Coming up. Late 900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, Peak Patron tweets. They can use the Google geocache warrants to get the COVID murder charges. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. The geo warrants will be great. <clears throat> uh, Eric's rant. So we need to empty the jails because of the China virus yes. spreading amongst the mostly peaceful felons. <laughs> but need to chart... Uh, need to charge law-abiding, non-mask-wearing citizens with attempted murder Correct. and put them in jail? Weird. 
Uh, Preston unmasked on the bright side, the Michigan state rep, who was mercifully savaged by the Dems for crediting the president after uh, getting hydrochloroquine, saved her life, did win re-election easily last week. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, wait. So, Michigan, does that mean that Tlaib, did she win? Oh. Surely she did or we won't. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. It'd be big news if she... Ilan Omar it was, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was it Omar? No, she's in uh, Oh, she's in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, she won. Uh, Tlaib won. Tlaib won? Five days ago. <sighs> yeah. I don't know how close it was, but uh, close enough that... Uh, let's see. Well, thank you, Detroit News, for the pop-up ad. That's... Helpful. Helpful there. Anglo-Indigenous <laughs> non-ternary trained capitalist uh, tweets... Bidenian slip, new word for <laughs> Miriam Webster. Bidenian slip. <laughs> it's when you're a racist and it comes out without you wanting it to. Uh, John Weathergeek, common sense is a superpower. Yeah, it kind of is now because yeah. so few people no have leave, it. To leave one, uh, her primary, 66-33. That's pr- pretty comfortably, yeah. actually. So she's going to stick around. So President Trump directed the federal government on Saturday to provide $300 a week in additional payments to the unemployed and called on states to fund an extra $100 in weekly benefits. So it's it's $400 extra per week in unemployment from this uh, executive order instead of $600 a week. Uh, the reason they didn't go $600 was because that was thought to be a disincentive for going back to work. Hmm. Now, the Democrats were holding out and holding up the bill for because they wouldn't go to 600. Yeah. They still want the 600. And instead, <laughs> the president couldn't get it done, so he just did it. Well, yeah, Congress did it himself. Congress couldn't get it done. <laughs> yeah. And so he had a phone and a pen. And uh, so the Democrats are upset because they don't get credit yep. for funding <clears throat> unemployment checks. And some Republicans, and, I don't know, like me, except I'm not a Republican, but yeah. some conservatives are upset because we, you can't keep doing this on executive order. Yeah, that's not how you. That's not how we spend money in this country. It's Congress's authority, so it's absolutely they appropriate the money. Yes, uh, just dangerous. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know how you can even do it. What was this? Really, but yeah. Oh well, because it's did. it's America in 2020. That's right. It, it's it's. How do you teach your kids the Constitution these days? Yeah, in theory, it's a pretty good thing there. We don't really use it much anymore. Uh, yeah, Ben Sass, quote, The pen and phone theory of executive lawmaking is unconstitutional slop. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, that is it, period. <clears throat> He's right. <sighs> Has Ben Sass said too many anti-Trump things to ever run for office, uh, the office of the presidency, I mean? I wonder if he's pissed people off to the point where he's just unelectable well, now. Well, he can't run as a Republican. That's for sure. Probably not, yeah. What is this? Probably he said not. President Obama did not have the power to unilaterally rewrite immigration law with DACA. And President Trump does not have the power to unilaterally rewrite the payroll tax law. Under the Constitution, that power belongs to the American people acting through their members of Congress, end quote. That's so old-fashioned. Man, that guy is crazy. <laughs> I remember when that was the case, what Ben. What is this guy thinking? I mean... <laughs> oh, that was clear back. Clear back in, like, 
2019 when that held true. Well, <laughs> How old were you? Th- it really didn't. No, I was going to say. We maybe. had this executive order thing going on for yeah. a long time, but it's been used a lot more with Obama mm-hmm. and, uh, and President Trump. President Trump has probably done more executive orders than signed legislation into law. I'll bet he, I'll bet he has. I'll bet he signed more executive orders mm. than legislation. I should look into that. How many laws has he signed compared I don't, to not how very many, many executive yeah. orders? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to. <laughs> I'm going to look into that. Uh, yeah, let's see. How mm. many? But but what do you mean, though? Because executive orders could be something like, uh, you know, we put the flag at half staff. Yeah, but, but major things well, like like this. Things like this. Things that should have been done through legislation that have just been done by executive order. Here's the full list. Of executive orders? Yeah. Um, of course, the article is... And another pop-up. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great day over <laughs> here with the pop-ups. It's as usual. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, President Trump tweeted that it sounds like a good idea to be put uh, on Mount Rushmore after the New York Times claimed that a White House aide reached out to the governor of South Dakota to discuss the plan. President, who was long floated the idea, denied on Sunday uh, that he had ever requested having himself added to the monument, but he said it was a fine idea given his accomplishments. <laughs> look, look what Rob made up there on the screen. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Nice job. I mean, the rock Rob. needs some blending, but... It's still, that's pretty good. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it uh, belongs, but okay. Well, oh, whatever. I know. It does not. Uh, This is fake news by the failing New York Times and bad ratings CNN, he tweeted. (laughs) Never suggested it. Although. Although what? Based on all of the many accomplished accomplished things, the things accomplished during the first three and a half years, perhaps more than any other presidency. Sounds like a good idea to me. Do you have any doubt in your mind that he asked? I I bet he did ask. Uh, Um... Governor Nome, I bet he asked Christy Nome and said what to put him on the. Uh, what would it take to to get me up on the? Oh come on, uh, okay, probably. <laughs> no, she says she says he did kind of ask her. Oh no, she said I shook his hand and I said, Mr. President, you should come to South Dakota sometime. We have Mount Rushmore, and he he goes, Do you know it's my dream to have my face on Mount Rushmore? I bet. Gnome said she thought he was joking. I started laughing. He wasn't laughing, so he was totally serious. <laughs> Later that year, uh, Trump raised it again, this time in public, at a oh, rally no. in Youngstown, Ohio. No, man. I'd ask go. you whether or not you think I will someday be on Mount Rushmore, but here's the problem. If I did it joking, totally joking, having fun, the fake news media will say he believes he should be on Mount Rushmore. So I won't say it, okay? I won't say it. <laughs> What? Oh, come on. He's kind of saying it by not by by saying he's not going to. The problem is, it's just not cool to even bring it up in a joking way because uh-huh. yes, people are going to think you're a little bit of a narcissist or egomaniac. No, this um, guy. No, I don't yeah. see it on this guy. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Uh, for years, people have suggested Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare that would be. John F. Kennedy, who was president for about a day and a half. Come on. Can we get over the John F. Kennedy thing? And Ronald Reagan, among others. Now, among those, okay, now I'm listening. Reagan? Yeah, maybe. Where's the Coolidge? Maybe. 
Calvin Coolidge is another one who could belong. Grover Cleveland, of course, which I know you are a mm-hmm. huge fan of. Huge fan. But nobody would nobody would ever say Calvin Coolidge or Grover Cleveland belong on Mount, Mount Rushmore. They don't know anything about them. And what they and even if, even if they found out, they still wouldn't like them. Mm. See, I've always had a tough time coming up with the fourth. See, I would do Cleveland, Coolidge, Reagan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's the fourth? President. Uh, you, are, are we judging them as people or presidents? Presidents. I think presidents. See, this is tough then. You know? Maybe Reagan. Reagan's a possibility. Mm. Does he deserve to be in Mount Rushmore? Do you think Donald Trump <laughs> deserves to be on Mount Rushmore? I think he's done I'm some say great things. No. I'm going to yeah. say uh, no, but... You know, maybe that's just James me. Garfield. Boy, he was on a path to to be in the James Cake Bulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, they cut down uh, they cut down Garfield after six months, so we'll never know what could. We'll have never been. know. He could have been James a good Cake one. Polk, I heard you guys were talking about him last week, right? <clears throat> yeah. And he he idolized uh, Andrew Jackson. That's right. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know James Cake Polk. He was a big. No, I would not guy. put him on. Mount Rushmore. I mean, he was good on Tuesdays. But it was Millard Fillmore that we were that yeah. brought, brought up the James K. Polk thing, because these are, you know, lesser known uh-huh. presidents, I oh. guess. Who would be on the Mount Rushmore of the four worst presidents ever? Barack Obama. Barack Obama, right out of the gate. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. He's the centerpiece. Uh-huh. Franklin Roosevelt. Yep, okay. And I've and got Lyndon my four. Johnson. Oh, yeah. That's be better mine. than I was going to say. Those are my four. Jimmy Carter gets honorable mention, right? Yeah, Gar- Carter. If you're going to do five, you might put Carter on there. Okay, but you can only do the But four. you're only doing four, doing so four. those are the four I'd use. Yeah, you're right. I think it's LBJ, FDR, Woodrow Wilson, and Barack Obama. Yep. And Jimmy Carter has got like a like a museum off to the side that, <laughs> yeah. that, that keep the thermostat really low. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Sam in Utah. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Mm. You really I, concerned, or yeah. are you just making small talk? I'm in a bad mood. You, you know what? I, I decided that in these difficult times, I can't afford not to care. <laughs> okay, well, that's wow. Thank you. That's beautiful. That's nicely and, put. And I want to say, too, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, I was laughing there a lot the last hour. I mean, you guys are the only way I can listen to the news and, and keep my Aww, fancy, really. So. Yeah, could, could you tell that yeah. I'm hangry no. right now? I'm very hangry. Oh, I thought that was just a given. <laughs> so, no, a couple things. Um, actually, one I thought of while you guys were going over the numbers, I don't know if you realize this or not, but uh, if you remove um, New York and New Jersey from mm. the death count from COVID from COVID nineteen, yeah. the U.S. is actually thirteenth worldwide for severity. Wow! Um, and what are what are, what are we with them? Sixth? Pardon? We're, we're I think we're in sixth place. With them, we're sixth or seventh, right? I, yeah, it, it's up there, I, yeah. you know, d- yep. depending on who you ask. But um, by themselves, well, I, see, that's, that's the thing, too. I've heard that, that by themselves, just New York and New Jersey, if they were their own country, mm-hmm. best for 1,000, they would be number one. <laughs> um, Jeez. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then, too, you guys were talking about uh, Fauci and the, <laughs> the vaccine, you know, St. Fauci, DCC. Um, yeah. And... Uh, I, you know, one thing that I hadn't thought of until um, I was listening to Steve Bates' show last week, those guys brought up the, you know, because I always think of like a binary cho- choice, right? Mm-hmm. Either we stay locked down for the rest of eternity or 
they come up with a vaccine, right? Yeah. But even just what you were talking saying that he was saying kind of backs this up. They, they brought out, well, what if they come out with a vaccine? It's like, well, it's, you know, it's not as effective as, as we need it to be. Um, so <laughs> you're still going to have to social distance and, and wear the mask and yeah. be open as much as we say you can. You know, why, why wouldn't they do both? Right. You well, know? yeah, he's already said that. Last week, he made that he made that statement, too. Uh, thanks, Sam. Appreciate the call. He made the statement last week that even after a vaccine, we're still going to need to do the mask and social distancing. <laughs> Get out my I mean, face. This is permanent. No. In the minds of these experts. No. In the mind of Fauci, it's permanent, I think. No, they're, they're setting us up for a war over masks and vaccines, man. And by the way, Dace has done a great job on, on these numbers and talking about uh, the hype surrounding this thing and i'm you know it's i I don't want to minimize it because 160,000 some people have died apparently i don't know if they've manipulated those numbers a little bit surely they're somewhat manipulated Mm -hmm. but it might cancel out too in in that you know there might be some that they've missed i i don't know i don't know so it is a serious problem but is it a problem that they're uh that has brought us to the to the precipice of complete control by the government? Is it that necessary? Should we be compromising our freedom for our safety? And the answer is no, we should not be. Think of anything besides this virus. Is it possible? Is it possible for us to care about whatever issue it is and to take common sense approaches to it without completely erasing our liberties? Is that possible? Is there anything? Cause, can you think of it? Because if you can, we could also apply that same logic to the mask situation. Mm-hmm. Just be... What have we said since... We said this in January. We said, wash your hands, China. Come on, China, wash your hands. I mean, just If we would just exercise common sense, then mm. you don't give an opening to the tyrannical overlords that are making these dictates. By the way, President Trump was talking about not wearing a mask as a as a protest. I love this. Over the weekend. This Check might get this him out. on Mount Rushmore. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> you said that the pandemic is disappearing, but we lost 6,000 Americans this week. And just in this room, you have dozens of people who are not following the guidelines in New Jersey, which say you should not have more. No, they don't have to political you're wrong on that because it's a political activity. They have exceptions, political activity, and it's also a peaceful protest. Yes. So when you have, and, and as you know, they asked if they could be, you know, they, a number of, and to me, they look like they all have, pretty much all have masks on, but, uh, you know, you have an exclusion in the law. It says peaceful protest or political activity, right? In fact, specifically, yeah, it says exactly. <laughs> I love peaceful that. protest. That's a great. Yes, I like that. And the only peaceful protest they want to be in exclusion is BLM. You know that. And he's he just opened it up. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. That Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, have we gotten an update? Because we asked about this last week, uh, getting an update on Jules. What what is the story there? Yeah, so the latest because she has another. She got another bone uh, marrow bone marrow transplant. Yeah, from her sister. 
Mm. And she had this nasty infection that um, I guess covered her body and her Oof. eyes. Uh, so you could like, oh, I guess, Man. see a rash in her eyes, apparently. But uh, both Jules <sighs> and her mom have uh, tweeted uh, recently that um, she is improving. The infection is still going on in the eyes, uh, but they have a, a biopsy coming up on Wednesday, and then that will determine. Okay. We'll know if the transplant is viable as of Wednesday. She 12. has been in the hospital effectively. I don't know. What are we? Year and a half now. Yeah, it's got to like be a small gap in between. Close to that. Oh my goodness! I mean, so it, it, she it, could definitely use continued prayers. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. Pray for Jules. Total yeah. isolation from the man, world. Oh man, just, yeah. she's gone through it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, so our thoughts and prayers definitely with her. Mm-hmm. Just two muck and fudge tweets. Uh, Brian Stelter asking if there's any network devoted to tearing down Trump is proof. That even he doesn't watch his pathetic network. Or his own stinking show, for that matter. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Caffeinated Texan tweets, I never bought Goya until recently. Thanks for convincing me to buy their food, AOC. Good stuff, too. (laughs) Uh, Dirty Meal 1, pro tip of the day. If you have Goya in your house, you already paid for it. You're not hurting Goya by throwing it out. Very Mm. true. Good point. that's, uh, That's true. (laughs) <laughs> oh no don't don't oh, buy our products and then throw, throw them in the them trash away. that would be terrible <laughs> people are so stupid so stupid man uh all right oh. media continues to cover for uh for joe biden with his latest racial comment about blacks and their non-diversity i mean this is he said it twice in the same day said it twice in one day if you're not sure what it was, uh, this is what Biden said last week. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, mm-hmm. unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, yeah. the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. <laughs> but not not blacks. No, they, no. They, they all think the same exact way about everything. Yeah. I mean, that's an incredible comment. Incredible. And yeah, people are saying he made an apology. No, he, he never apologized. He did not apologize for that. Oh. Uh, I'm looking for his pathetic statement. It yeah. was really, really lame. Um, let's I'll, I'll see. Oh, he it. said, earlier today, I made some comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. Okay. In no way did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith. Not by identity, not on issues, not at all. I'm sorry, that's not clarification. You didn't clarify anything. You just made a, an opposite statement. That's what you did. Why did you say the opposite of that earlier today? Twice! Why? No explanation on that. But according to Fox, this was completely, almost completely unmentioned on the other news outlets like CNN and MSNBC. Uh, MSNBC apparently did cover his Mia culpa addressing it, but their biggest stars didn't mention it. Rachel Maddow, Chris Hayes, Ali Velshi, uh, who was filling in for Lawrence O'Donnell, none of them mentioned it. Uh, CNN's first primetime mention of the gaffe came on Cuomo primetime. However, he strangely didn't play the actual clip. <laughs> Jeez. But he did play the apology. So that's great. 
And that follows on the heels of, if you don't vote for me, you, you ain't black, comment. Mm. Uh, just unbelievable. Yeah. In this one, too. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented mm-hmm. as white kids. Right. Wealthy kids. <laughs> black kids. <laughs> Asian kids. Yeah. Well, I really mean it, but think no, how he think really means it. it. He really means it. Yeah, we know. Jim. Yeah, we he know. really means it. We know. I don't have any doubt that you really mean it. God. I really don't. That's they good. must be taken off the street. Who? Black p- That's kids? That's number one. Yeah. There's a consensus okay. on that. Oh. Unless we do something right. about that cadre of young people, tens of mm-hmm. thousands of them, born out of wedlock, <gasps> without oh. parents, oh without supervision, mm. without any structure, I'm sorry, without stereo- any conscience types. developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> because they literally, literally, they have literally. not been socialized. Uh-huh. They literally, literally have literally. not had an opportunity. He's not joking here. He's saying literally. We should focus on them now. If we don't, they will, or a portion of yeah. them will, become the predators 15 years from now. Now, I just, I, I just got the message in my ear that we got two minutes. I'm going to yield myself two more minutes. Oh, wow. Martin. Look at that. Yield myself two more minutes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not done here. Okay. We got more to say about Biden <laughs> and his racism. Okay. All righty. Uh, what else you got there from uh, uh, Joby and Joe? Uh, oh, it's amazing how that that is the excuse too. What a by the way, nightmare. This guy. they don't have any problem with him because it's just ah, it's just Joe. I mean, you got the first sort of sort of mainstream African American uh-huh. who is articulate yeah. and bright, right? And, and clean, a and nice looking guy. guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook. Man. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more storybook than a clean, clean. African American. <laughs> this guy, I mean, this is the Democrat nominee bearer. Yeah, this is your guy. Congratulations, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear for five seconds that Trump is a racist. Right. You can spend all day playing Joe Biden clips and not repeat his racist stuff. Right. Right. What I, you, I can't. I can't tell you a single thing that Trump has said that's racist. I mean, they always point to the Mexican thing that Mexicans are race, racist, are rapists. Well, that's not what he was saying. Nope. He was saying that some who come across the border are, in fact, rapists, and that's a fact. Oh. So. Just Joe being Joe, man. Just yeah. Joe being Joe. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, Kathy Shandling tweets, I think Millard Fillmore should be put on Mount Rushmore. We learned so much about him from Jeffy last week. <laughs> uh, this is Steve 42. It's time for James K. Polk Tuesday. James K. Polk Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of ran its course. What, what do you mean? Okay, fine. Then can we replace it with a Calvin Coolidge Wednesday? Uh, no, I don't think so. Whoa. Uh, Joe McKinley tweets, little known fact, Mount Rushmore itself is modeled after Taft. <laughs> That's a thinking man's tweet. That's <laughs> uh, cute. It's uh, good. Up your game. We've upped our game now. Up yours. Uh, Ronald Reagan should be, should be on Mount Rushmore. And Anglo-Indigenous, just spitballing here, but how many people would consider acquiescing to mandatory vaccinations and masks if the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Oh, I'd, I'd make that trade. Oh, no. I'd make that trade. Oh. For the life of children? No. 
No? I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to Overton window myself into... I'll I'll do it. Do I want uh, Roe v. Wade overturned? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I do. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to just say... Like, I have to get a... Oh, they're not going to actually make the trade anyway, Keith. Okay, but but I'm saying... This guy saying Mm -hmm. he'll take the vaccine... Yeah. If if we overturn Roe v. Wade, I mean, that is the mm-hmm. ultimate Overton window. Six months ago, we wouldn't even, what are you talking about, vaccine? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're right. It's kind of a hypothetical that I'm <laughs> kind, kind of, of is. spinning out of yeah. control here because yeah. I'm so adamant about not getting the vaccine. Uh, uh, all right. We got an, a, a, a new commercial for Democrats. Uh, <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah. Check this out. Okay. As Democrats, what are we fighting for? For the workers. Black trans lives matter. For the dreamers. <laughs> and asylum seekers for those with disabilities for seniors for safer schools neighborhoods and communities for a secure retirement for opportunity for our country we are the party of the people we are democrats and it's just rioting. So I think they uh, took good. the voiceover from no, a legitimate I think ad. Uh, I think that's true, yeah. I think that's exactly what they did. And just put in different mm-hmm. scenes, yep. which are more accurate yep. than whatever they probably had originally. Yep. <sighs> so basically just death and destruction <clears throat> happening uh, at the hands of, well, Democrats, quite frankly. Quite frankly, <laughs> that's that's where we are. That's where we are. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, did we? I don't think we explained the NASA thing yet. Did we? Did we NASA is uh, is going woke apparently now. They announced this week they're going to engage in political correctness when referring to planets, stars, galaxies, and other cosmic bodies. So they've only done because they're worried that they might have actively harmful names to certain, you know bodies in the sky i thought we had already overturned everything like we've already canceled everything that can not be quite canceled. no not quite yet no uh now we've got to let's spin the wheel oh, oh wheel oh, oh cancel, cancel. Oh, 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 oh. i'm pretty sure it's gonna land on the nasa story though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it did it landed what on the Jeffy nasa story on my wheel of cancel <laughs> Oh, there it goes. Uh, story number two, Pat. Yes, it's the NASA. Oh, Amazing. Hey. We're canceling offensive names <laughs> in outer space now. Okay. Uh, these are actively harmful names uh. as the scientific community works to identify and address systemic discrimination and inequality in all aspects of the field. Shut up. It's become clear <clears throat> certain cosmic names are not only insensitive but can be actively harmful. NASA is examining its use of unofficial terminology for cosmic objects as part of its commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. (laughs) So far, they've only changed the name of two things, but this is just the beginning. Oh, boy. Planetary Nebula, NGC 2392, will no longer be called by its official name, the Eskimo Nebula, while NGC 4567 and 4568, a pair of spiral galaxies, will no longer be called the Siamese Twin Galaxies. Wait, what in the world? <laughs> According to NASA, the word Eskimo is offensive because it's widely viewed as a colonial term with a racist history uh-huh. imposed on the indigenous people of Arctic regions. 
and <laughs> they don't explain the Siamese the, the Siamese twin right. galaxy what at is all. That one? Uh, there is something wrong with Siamese twins. They don't call them that anymore. Even Siamese twins oh, that's been changed to conjoined. Whatever. So I. Why? You know because what? I don't know. You're not from Siam. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. NASA, do me a favor. Just I don't fly, know. fly to the moon, would you? Well, that's kind of what a bunch of people tweeted at them. <laughs> Your job at NASA is to explore space and understand the cosmos, not appease the woke cult through virtual signaling. Thank you. And then there's this. Could you just, I don't know, focus on space travel? Right. You know, math. Not worry about the ethnicity of the person who is best at, you know... Math, <laughs> cause of political correctness. Cause political correctness is nowhere near as important in the, as the ac- accuracy of the trajectory. Another person wrote. Um, they confused me completely there. Mm-hmm. There goes black holes. Another person mocked. <laughs> uh, my God, even you have been compromised. We are done for. It's been a fun ride, folks. <laughs> Tell you what. You got till the end of August, radical left. End of August to, to change whatever you want, just go for it. After that, I don't want to hear a peep. Okay? You go mm-hmm. woke for the next couple weeks, then we're done. Everything just stays. Okay? We good? They could change quite a bit in two weeks, but... Like they're not going to anyhow. This person writes, Dear NASA, will you also address the following hurtful and insensitive terms? Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> Or Uranus, either one of them are offensive. <laughs> Black holes, dwarf stars. Oh, that's on the list. And dark matter. Oh, my. Yeah, it is. Another person says renaming black holes will end racism, guaranteed. So, okay, well, yeah. then we better do it. Oh, oh, well, then get. We better do it. Some of these college football conferences on the phone because that's what they were looking for to end racism. Right. NASA apparently has the inside track. You know what this does? This delegitimizes them calling Pluto a planet. Because we're on board with Pluto being a planet. NASA confirmed a couple of years ago Pluto is a planet. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing stuff like this, and it makes you wonder. Maybe the Pluto thing, maybe they're wrong about that now. Maybe. Now I've got to reevaluate everything. Seriously, this madness. It's got to stop We, we say it's got to stop. It? But it doesn't. It's it just never going to stop. It keeps going, and it keeps getting worse. <laughs> I don't like that game. Yeah, I don't either. But here we are. So what are yeah. you going to do? And you're right. It's not where we're going. Let's spin it's the wheel. where we are. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, wheel of cancel. Hey. Again. No, story, story number, number four. four. Story number four. What's story number four, Pat? Tell them what they've won. Uh, you've won Chicago area leaders calling for Illinois to abolish history classes. <laughs> Again. And a brand new refrigerator freezer. Wow. Congratulations. What's the next item up for bids? <laughs> Leaders in education, politics, and other areas gathered in suburban Evanston to ask that the Illinois State Board of Education change the history curriculum at schools statewide and temporarily halt instruction until an alternative is decided upon. Oh, good. An alternative like, I don't know, the 1619 project, maybe? Boy, where'd you get that idea? Oh, gosh. You pulled that idea out of my hat, didn't you? pulled it right out of my hat. Yeah. At a news conference, State Rep. LaShawn K. Ford said current history teachings lead to a racist society and overlook the contributions of women and minorities. That's not true if you've watched the Glenn Beck program uh, in the last 10 years because uh, we featured an awful lot of black founders. Things that uh, 
progressives eliminated from history books long ago. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this guy could just open up a laptop, hook up an HDMI cable, go to YouTube, type in uh, Glenn Beck, Fox News, Black, mm-hmm. you know, Black Founders or Founders Friday, something like that. There's some great stuff on there with Black Founders that I've had my kids watch. He says, before the event <clears throat> Sunday, Representative Ford's office distributed a news release. Representative Ford today in Evanston to call for the abolition abol- abolishment of history classes in Illinois schools. Right. They're not talking about just changing them. No, they They're want saying, to abolish yeah, the history. We get rid of it, and then once we get it figured out, maybe we'll bring it back once we have the right history to teach. Just, and of course, that right history will be the 1619 Project. Yes, it will. Which is a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not factual-based. They've admitted it, too. It's not history. No, it's perception. Yeah, just, it's perception from black people. It's just it's just how we want your kids to think. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. And speaking of how we want our kids to think, this is a really strange strange development from Hasbro. Oh, gosh. They have a new toy. Uh, Well, check this out. Uh, Here's a woman who demonstrates the new toy from Hasbro. Okay. I wanted to do a quick video because I find this disturbing and I find it something that needs to be shared. Just looking at it is Um, disturbing. As you all know, stuff that's been going on in the world about... um, It's a doll. The sex trafficking in kids. It's a troll doll. Things that are Mm -hmm. thrown in our kids' faces to kind of groom them. And make them <clears throat> kind of a little bit more oblivious to things that are mm-hmm. that are really happening. Um, so it was my daughter's birthday a couple days ago, and she turned two, and she was given this gift. It's like a little poppy doll. It's adorable. And here's the box. Eyes are too so big. So she had a however. poppy birthday. Right? Yeah, so they're they, they gave her not this. proportionate the to the rest movie, of her body. Yeah, I don't tour. like that. <laughs> On the box, it it's says about to get worse, though. What? Coffee. Believe me, yeah, it gets worse. Oh, on no. the back, <laughs> it gets it worse than just the crazy eyes doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you push her tummy, I'll push her right tummy. Here. Okay. Sorry, yeah. it's glaring. If you push her tummy right here, she, she makes ten phrases and sounds. Oh, okay. Wow, ten? We got like two when I was a kid. All it talks about, and it comes with a little comb. That's cute. Right? So huh. I mean, right. she does all that. You touch her tummy, and she makes little singing sounds, and that's adorable. It is. She's super cute. Okay. Well, okay. I was showing her to my husband, and uh-huh. I heard some other sounds that I had never heard before. Oh, no. And if you look... Oh, no, no, no. Down Uh-oh. here, I figured a video was the best way. So I just touched her tummy, and she's going to sing for a minute. Oh, but down here is a button right but, here uh, on her privates. T- oh, boy. And oh, if you push no. those, she makes these sounds. Uh, oh. oh, wow. Like a gasping sound? Oh, no. Yeah. And oh. I know some of you may not like That's think creepy. this is a big deal, but oh, especially since no. I've had kids, like this is wrong. For oh. one, wrong. this button, it says nothing about this button on the box. <laughs> nothing. What's on the box? It's just, it's just the but, And button. it makes uh, a gasping sound <laughs> yeah. when you touch her privates. We heard. Yeah. I don't and like to that. me, it's just like sexual sounds and it's yeah. so disturbing. Very Yes, very disturbing. Not cool. Good night, why, America. Why would Hasbro do that? I don't even understand the point of that. Why would you do that? Would you? How would you think parents are going to be good with that? All right, you got this button. <laughs> you got a button where her privates would be, uh-huh. and it makes a gas. <gasps> A gasping sound yep. when you push it. That's, That's just really creepy and horrible. And they went out of their way. That button 
button. It's wrong. It's <laughs> it's wrong. I mean, it's not like they programmed the wrong sounds into the belly pushing, you know? Right. They went out of their way, right. manufactured a specific yep. button. Right. And oh my goodness. I don't get it. That is creeptacular. Just normalize that stuff for your kids. So I, is there another way you can imagine How do you spend that? That there was a what was the purpose for that? What's a legitimate purpose for putting a button like that where her privates would be and causing those sounds to come out of her? I, let's see. They're removing the uh, troll doll. Yeah, they were. Well, uh, I hope uh, so. Yeah, because they got caught. got caught, and they had to know they'd get caught. I mean, didn't anybody inspect that before you distributed it to stores uh, yes, everywhere? That would be Nambla who uh, inspected that doll. Yeah, jeez. My goodness, just that's crazy. Uh, how do you think that's okay? So have they said, I mean, obviously they're removing them, but did they say uh, anything when they... Uh, Not that I've seen, like a see. statement on... Okay, here we go. This feature was designed to react when the doll was seated, but we recognize the placement of the sensor may be perceived as inappropriate. How about what the thing <laughs> is saying, too? So when you when you sit the so when doll you sit down... It down. Oh, oh, ooh. <laughs> I, I, how do you think that's a good thing? Oh yeah, when when she sits down, that'll that'll be a great sound for her to make. I've been back for less than two hours. I need another vacation. Please I know it's me. crazy. This is not right. It's good it's luck crazy. raising kids today. I, I, thankfully, my kids are twelve and above, mm-hmm. so they have the common sense foundation as they head into this insane world. Mm-hmm. But you're you're giving birth today to a kid entering this. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to need to be a superhero to raise them right. That's for sure. You are being assaulted on all fronts, in fronts we couldn't even imagine six months ago. I'll say it again. It's a really good idea to homeschool your kids from here on out. If you can, please find a way because there's just a lot that can go wrong at school. A lot. Uh... While overall American satisfaction with the State of the Union has dropped since the coronavirus outbreak this spring, Republicans have been especially dissatisfied in recent months. Gone from 80% satisfaction uh, back in February, March-ish. 80% to 20% now. 20. But you think, how can you be... I'm sorry, you're satisfied with the way things are going right now? How could you possibly be... (laughs) Uh, let's see. The economy's in shambles. We've got a runaway epidemic, and uh, we're wearing masks because it was mandated by the government. Huh. Yeah, I'm perfectly satisfied. We've spent $10 trillion in the last few months. Yeah, I'm totally satisfied. I don't know how you're satisfied with at this particular juncture. Uh, so it's not surprising that everybody, whether you're Republican, Democrat, or Independent, it's it's not surprising to me that Wow. Your satisfaction level has dropped. Which would make it even more surreal if Trump pulls out this victory. In it November. would, yeah. Yeah, it would. To 20-something percent. 20% for Republicans. It's 12% for independents and 7 for Democrats. But again, who's satisfied right now? 
Yeah, I, I'm totally happy with the way things are. It's great. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Uh, it's uh, tremendous. Yeah, that troll doll sounded satisfying, but whatever. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I, I, what? Kind of a different who, thing. Who do you think is going to win in November? Gun to your head, so to speak. I'm, like I'm a, sticking a, a, with a Donald Trump. I'm sticking with Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, I still have that feeling, too, believe yeah. it or not, which means we're probably going to be wrong now. But uh, does Biden know that he's going to have to, at some point, pick a running mate, right? He realizes this is a thing. It's coming down to the wire here. What is the latest someone has picked a running mate? I don't know, Keith. Look it up. Okay. It's a good answer to your question, by the way. Picked a running mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're just going to sit here in silence while we wait for mm-hmm. my... Uh, I'm just waiting. Yeah. I'm just waiting. Everything's about Joe Biden, <laughs> and uh, it's going to leave me out here hanging. Uh, let's see here. Uh, by the way, Colorado... Uh, Colorado neighborhood took on Antifa. Oh, yeah. What town was this in? When they attacked a uh, man in a wheelchair. It was in Fort Collins. Uh, so they went after a guy with a wheelchair, uh, in, an, in a wheelchair, and a bunch of people came out of the neighborhood and uh, beat the crap out of them. That's not even the one I thought you were going to talk about. My goodness. It's yeah. everywhere, man. Police had to come and, and save the Antifa commies. <laughs> um, so we're... Here's what uh, one of the residents of the neighborhood wrote. So we're currently marching the Antifa commie bastards out of the neighborhood because nobody wants Antifa in the neighborhood. Nobody wants them here. So we're marching them out. Oh, that's great stuff. I mean, they warned us they were coming to the neighborhoods, Well, And? We're ready. Yep. Mm. Uh, they, the, prote- the protesters were labeled commie scum. <laughs> and they were henceforth uh, shown the way out of the neighborhood. Uh, a man with a bullhorn announced as they were leaving, you guys came to the wrong city, boys and girls. <laughs> I love Americans taking back their area, yeah. their town, their state, their country. It's a way to, I mean, we, what, do you, what are we supposed to do other than defend ourselves and our property and our areas? Yeah. Well, and unlike the cities, Antifa is learning... The nope. suburbs are a little bit a little more bit prepared. Different. Yeah, a little bit different situation there. Do we know uh, what no, the latest don't is? Don't ask me this. No, okay, you still haven't found it, obviously. Okay, congratulations. Uh, it's, I mean, it's tough to search for that. Like, uh, closest to election. I don't know. I just, whatever. Can't find it. Maybe November 1st he'll finally tell us. Yeah, I, I'm finding no. Uh, well, answer. I mean, that's two days in advance, right? I so mean, how the much time do you need? The third. I mean, I mean, what do you what do you want to know? What did we say? Eh, we are exactly one month, maybe a few days removed from the early voting starting. Uh, September 10th, I believe. Yeah, September 10th. So yeah, one month from today, early voting starts in some states. Wow. They got to print ballots at some point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it'll just say Biden team. What'll it say? Oh, like like the Washington Redskins are now a Washington football team? It'll yeah. It'll just say Joe Biden like that. presidential team? Uh-huh. <laughs> Biden and running mate? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, this Georgia high school I told you about um, that went back to school, and the first day there were photos taken of what the hall looked like when the kids got out of class and were going to their next and it was just jam-packed with kids yeah. and hardly any of them were wearing masks and so 
it was a big deal. In fact, the people who t- the guy who took the photo was kicked out of school, and then I think they had to change that because there was a big uproar. What are you kicking them out of school for? For taking a picture of your crowded halls? Yeah, and plus, all the kids that would rather be in school than sitting in front of a computer with Zoom on probably already took care of scholastic justice and gave him a beat down for publicizing probably. the crowded hallway. Probably. So anyway, two. In fact, two were suspended for posting tweets and photos. Uh, and then later in the week, we find out that nine people got the virus in that crowded school. Mm. I mean, nine doesn't, that doesn't seem like that many. I don't know how big the school is, but it's got to be hundreds, if not thousands, right? Um, so anyway, nine, nine, six students and three faculty members contracted the virus and they shut down the school. And now they're going, they're online already that quickly. Just nine kids got it. So we're already going virtual uh, for the school year, at least for a while. I mean, that was quick. And I think that's that's going to happen to a lot of things, a lot of places, a lot of different situations. So maybe that'll happen, you know, with football when it returns, if it returns. You get nine people on one team, they're going to shut down that team. Maybe the season. I don't know. What did I see? Cardinals haven't played baseball since July 29th or something like that. Oh, the Cardinals too? Yeah. It's, um, they, really? Like, uh, yeah, it's been July a July 29th? Yeah, they're going to have a lot of seven. It's August 10th. And they're going to have a lot of seven-inning doubleheaders. That's for sure. Oh, there's no way you can make up that many games. <clears throat> By the way, on August. Like 12 games. Yeah. On August 19th, 1976, President Gerald Ford chose Kansas Senator Bob Dole to... Re- oh, he had to re- yeah, okay, replace uh, incumbent Vice President Nelson Rockefeller at the, oh. at the convention. So he wasn't announced till August 19th. Okay, that's nine days from now. Yeah. So he's still got some time to be but I wonder, the latest. I wonder what election day was hmm. in 1976. See, we have to prorate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because it might not have been November. But okay. All right, let's do it. Uh... November second, yeah. So, yeah, November same 2nd? exact day. So, okay. so Biden, August nineteenth. When is the convention? When is the pseudo convention for Milwaukee? Good question. Sometime this month. I mean, a good producer would answer his own questions. Uh, we would ask them. Monday, a week from today. So oh, it's the seventeenth okay. through twenty. That ought to be a blast. Watching Zoom calls from delegates. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.